Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Talking about needing to go back on the 1st of June, which is next week, Monday. Have you then maybe considered homeschooling? Is it something that you think you could possibly do with your kids? Uh, we've asked you on Twitter. And we're also going to be speaking to someone who's actually on the know-how. He's an educational consultant uh, with Jake's Kharval Fellowship. His name is Jerry Gibbon, and we're going to find out about all the pros and cons of homeschooling. Uh, Jeremy, good morning, and welcome to Radio 2000. Good morning. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Jeremy, there are a lot of words been thrown around. Uh, remote learning, online learning, homeschooling. What are some? What are the differences between uh, these different forms of learning? Yeah, Bongani, I think that's a good point. You, you know, there, as you say, there are a lot of different terms being thrown around. Um, I think what's happening uh, in uh, some households across the country at the moment is best kind of described as like learning under lockdown. You know, students have been at a, at a traditional school. They can't because of lockdown. And in some way, they're getting uh, some material that they need to work at at home. Often it's not great learning. Teachers are doing the best they can, but the schools aren't really set up. So I, I would kind of call that remote or learning under lockdown. Okay. There are a, a growing number of, of schools that are specifically online schools. And that's an interesting trend that we see. Um, uh, there's a recent high school called the Valencia uh, Institute that's just started up. Um, there's some, um, I see Caro is developing a number of uh, online schools. Uh, Hatfield Christian School has had an online school. And those schools are set up specifically uh, with teachers and a curriculum um, that is delivered purely online. Um, and that's an interesting trend. And then, of course, there's homeschooling, what we're chatting about today, uh, where parents take on the full responsibility. There's no other school involved, uh, and they are fully responsible for curriculum and for teaching uh, and for everything that happens in terms of schooling with their children. So some interesting trends that we're seeing there. So, I mean, looking at the state of the nation, we cannot deny the fact that, uh, you know, access to online learning is difficult for a majority of South Africans. What do you think is the future of learning in general? And and how can we move past the restrictions of of access to online? No, not a good good question. Um, I think what we're seeing, and a number of people have commented on this, is that uh, you know the COVID nineteen has accelerated a number of trends that uh, that we were seeing internationally. Uh, we're seeing a trend towards uh, virtual conferencing, towards uh, online shopping, um, towards greater online learning, and and all of those trends, in a sense, have just been accelerated. And online learning is certainly one of those. I think uh, uh, there's general acceptance that uh, online learning uh, has the capacity to play an important role. It's certainly a key part of, of many businesses and the way they go about learning with their uh, staff members. And there's no doubt that it will continue to play a, a bigger and bigger role um, within more traditional education environments. But, of course, access is a, is a key issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting about homeschooling is that while uh, it would rely uh, to some degree on, on Internet access, of course, it's not uh, foundational there. Uh, and uh, many homeschoolers can, can operate quite happily um, uh, without specific Internet connection. Um, uh, although, obviously, your, uh, your access and uh, ability to get resources is certainly enhanced uh, with greater uh, connectivity. With regards to homeschooling, is it something that needs to be registered with the Department of Education? Um, Do you register your kids? If I'm a parent and I'm really uh, interested in starting, how do I go about it? Do I need to be a qualified teacher? How does it work? Sure. Lots of those kind of questions are surfacing at the moment. Uh, 
firstly, from a legal uh, perspective, the, uh, the South African Constitution and the South African Schools Act both provide a very clear legal framework for homeschooling. Um, according to the Schools Act, uh, you are required to register your child with the local provincial education department. But there's some interesting history here. Um, it's estimated that there are about 100,000 children across South Africa that are currently being homeschooled. Um, but the, the the number that are registered are, is very, very low. There's, it's about less than 2%. Um, and I think the reason for that uh, is mostly in the past, uh, education uh, departments have been very poorly set up to deal with these kinds of registrations. Uh, but as the numbers start to grow, uh, that uh, uh, that sense of access um, has uh, has improved. And so if you go to the DBE's uh, website under Home Education, there's a very clear list of requirements, uh, instructions on how to register your child, uh, and various things that they uh, expect you to comply with. Uh, finally, Jeremy, uh, sorry, without cutting you off there, uh, what... Uh, is your advice? We asked a couple of metrics earlier on on the show uh, whether they want to actually carry on with the curriculum and the matric year. Do you think it's fair for them to carry on at this rate considering that they've got two months that they've lost of the year? Yeah, I think it's uh, that's a really difficult question. I, I, I along with, uh, uh, with many of the uh, departmental officials and experts, would hope that uh, for our matrics we would be able to uh, get back to a situation where they would have the best uh, opportunity to complete the year. Um, You know, for many of the other grades, uh, playing catch-up in the future is possible, but for matrix, there are consequences in terms of uh, start of tertiary options uh, next year. So I think that that our energy should be really focused there in supporting matrix. Uh, At the Jake Cavill Fellowship, we're currently running a series uh, on our social media which give them access to the admissions offices of the different universities and some of the scholarships that are on offer uh, so that they can really look towards their future and start planning actively for what they're able to do. But yes, I, I think that, uh, that for the matrix, we should all be working really, really hard uh, to ensure that this year is a successful year for them and allows them to be well set up for their future. Uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for, for chatting to us this morning. Sure, absolutely, and, um, no problem. You can go and find uh, all the links to Jeremy if you want to go to their website. Uh, we're going to put it up at Radio 2000 ZA on Twitter. That was Jeremy Gibbon, educational consultant with Jake's Gerval Fellowship. The Take Off, weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.